Good news, everyone. We're film critics and Geek Show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth Off is a film review program edgier than most that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. Or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and later discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. Hi, it's me, Carrie, your GeekShowPodcast.com host and host of the Radio From Hell program in Salt Lake City on... 96.3 FM. Hi. PCLaptops.com is the, uh, is the place that uh, I insist on going. I will not deal with anyone else when it comes to computers. It's just the way it is because Dan Young is a superhero. He really is. Uh, go to PCLaptops.com. Take a look at some of the stuff that they do, uh, some of the stuff they can put together. They can put together a custom system for you, which is what Dan's done for me. That's why I'm able to sit here in my basement and do work like this uh, from home. It's much more comfortable. I don't know how people work from home, though. I have to keep the dogs quiet while I do this. <clears throat> oh, the small prices to pay. Uh, go see Dan. and He has been around for 15 years. He is a Microsoft Gold certified partner, and I'm telling you, Get him talking about anything tech, and, and he, will, he will know everything about it. Take in your whatever you've got, and they'll scan it for viruses, spyware, give you a free systems evaluation. PCLaptops.com will help you find a location near you. And uh, yes, thank you, Dan the Laptop Man. I love him. Go in and ask about the decimator, by the way. He'll show it to you. Mm, pretty. PCLaptops.com. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Yes, it's, it's breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. It's at uh, geekshowpodcast.com. Breaking news. News that's easily broken two days old it's been broken that's what i mean by break broken news ladies and gentlemen that's it from now on that's what this is called broken news because this stuff has already been broken i guarantee you you've heard about it somewhere else uh let's see yes we don't have the secret scoops on iconic characters we talk about it after it's official you know (laughs) we try not to do that anyway uh, yes, uh, hi, welcome to GeekShowPodcast.com. I am your host, I am uh, Carrie Jackson. This is the Broken News. Joined by BigShinyRobot.com's Swankmotron, Brian Young. Hello, Carrie. Uh, hello. And uh, yeah, we're, we're uh, doing this a little uh, off because of Sundance uh, coverage. Uh, Jimmy and Jeff are up there now. Uh, they're seeing Red State. They managed to get into that, which is uh, the hot ticket, the Kevin Smith movie. And I'm, I'm sure that uh, Jeff will approach it in a non-biased way. I'm hoping. <laughs> oh, he's so pissed. He's pissed at Kevin Smith. But uh, anyway, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, they'll uh, be talking about it, I'm sure, uh, on 
on uh, geekshowpodcast.com, on x96.com, and uh, here on, on this show uh, coming up eventually. So, I mean, it's really not a rush to get that information because that movie is not even got a scheduled release date. So no, it, um, it's not like you're going to be able to see it right away. So As, as you're listening to this, because uh, this will come out Monday. Monday right? afternoon, yeah. Uh, yesterday was his first screening. And he'll have he's holding a public auction mm-hmm. right after, right the, after screening. the screening. So who knows? By which, now, which will either work against him or it'll work against him. I'm thinking. I I just I can't imagine that going well. I just I, I can't. Well, it depends. I mean, if it's a really great movie, which the early word is that Kevin Smith has reinvented himself. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I know the uh, the, the the lead actor, and I forget his name, Michael Parks. I think so, yeah. I think it would be great if we could get him in a uh, a big role in in front of some audiences. I mean, it was great to see him in the Quentin Tarantino stuff he did, but they were relatively small roles. You know? Well, and and John John Goodman looks like he he's uh, yes a good part of it. And have you watched the trailer? I've not. No, it looks exciting. Which is visually no less, which is not Kevin Smith's usual bag. That and again, I'm encouraged. So, uh, all right, let's uh, we'll uh, we'll get those reports to you as, as soon as uh, we get them and throw them on uh, the websites and stuff. Breaking uh, broken news. This is uh, stuff that is uh, no news to anyone, but uh, we just thought we'd throw it in here uh, because it's uh, happening. Sort of uh, this uh, title change about Captain America. I've gotten a few emails. Harumphing. People are harumphing about this. Oh my goodness, how can they do this? And you know the right wing's going to have something to say about it. I just don't care. You know, it really doesn't matter. I don't think it changes anything. Well, this isn't even breaking news for the LA Times there, because, I mean, you guys on Geek Show and us on Big Shiny Road, we've all been saying this for months. Like, this is going to happen. Yeah, I've been saying that the political climate is as such that you can't have a movie called Captain America. And that's why even the subtitle, The First Avenger, was there, because they knew they couldn't have it. But uh, it's only in, now settle down, it's only in Russia, Ukraine, and South Korea. I'm honestly surprised that it's that few. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I thought it would be more, more countries would say, I'm surprised there's no Middle Eastern countries on that list. I wonder, do you think it's making it to the... Oh, I'm sure. I mean, at least, um, I mean, India... Yeah, you'd they, at least you know, have in, there. in those areas, India, Pakistan, those those the yeah. movie industry there's thriving. Well, and 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 really, this this shouldn't come as a surprise <laughs> to anyone because when uh, when we saw GI Joe was not called a real American hero, it was just GI Joe: Rise of Cobra. That really should have been your clue. The political climate, as such, America not real popular in some places. I'm sorry to say, folks, that's just reality. That's not my opinion. Uh, you, you don't call it G.I. Joe a, a real American hero. You don't. Well, in all fairness to Captain America, though, it looks like this is going to be a good movie, so it might matter. <laughs> but with G.I. Joe, it really didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you're, uh, these people in South Korea and uh, and, and Russia and, and Ukraine are going to go see it. They're going to see it anyway, because yeah. Hollywood is America, regardless of how you want to... No matter... At the end of the day, that's what it is. And... Uh, they're going to see a character called Captain America. It, you know, so whether you call it Captain America or not really doesn't matter. But there you go. So it's, it's being only in those three countries will it be known as the first Avenger. Uh, let's see. We also uh, got some other uh, movie, uh, Marvel Comics movie deals. Uh, people tend to think that we focus a lot on comic book movies. 
Well, I, if you'll read the recent article in GQ by, uh, I think it's uh, Rich Harris, I can't remember. It's, uh, it's uh, a terrific article. I'll, I, I'm going to link it on the website. I don't have it here in front of me. It's about how Hollywood, that's pretty much all they're doing because it's safe. They're not taking chances. It's, 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 it's called The Day the Movie Died or something like that. Great article in GQ you should uh, read. And that's why we talk a lot about comic book movies on this show. It's because that's what Hollywood is doing. Right well, that's, now. that's what we've wanted for so long. I mean, I've been, since I was five, mm-hmm. you know, since I can remember, I've wanted uh, to see Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man in a movie. Yeah, in the, in the same movie. In the same movie, too. Yeah, we didn't think and, it would happen. And now that we're getting it, we're, I like talking about it. And uh, we're getting a Black Panther movie. And what's interesting about this, uh, Black Panther, for those who don't know, you're listening to a thing called Geek Show Podcast. If you don't know who the Black Panther is, Come just on. who are you? Marvel Comics uh, character. Wesley Snipes uh, had this thing in development forever. And he would have been great, but trouble. Sorry. Uh, Artisan Entertainment was where it was held, and uh, that's where uh, uh, Marvel got the rights back. They, they absorbed Artisan Entertainment and a whole bunch of other things. So now they have the rights back again. And they're having um, Mark Bailey develop this thing and direct it. He's a documentary filmmaker. Is this one of those... uh, I I remember when Marvel uh, Studios started taking off um, right after... Maybe right before or right during they made their move with Disney. They were saying that they were going to start bankrolling a lot of these really much smaller superhero movies. Is this one of those? I'll bet it is. I'll bet it is one of those. Uh, because, uh, yeah, they've, they've got this guy. He's a documentary filmmaker who they've given this to. And uh, they've also got uh, uh, Doug Lyman is uh, attached to direct it. So, uh, or no, wait, wait, wait. I'm reading this wrong. Alvin Sargent is the writer. And he wrote Ordinary People. He also did the uh, one of the drafts on uh, the uh, Spider-Man 2. That, oh, okay. I'm reading this completely wrong. I'm sorry. I need to fix my printer. <laughs> it's, it's broken news. What do you it's, expect? It's broken news. Uh, no, it's, it's Mark Bailey and, uh, and uh, Doug Lyman are all behind this. And they're like serious documentary. and it, They're not action guys is what I'm trying to say. They're going to bring some grittiness to the Black Panther. Well, Doug Lyman did... Uh, he directed Swingers and uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Doug Lyman directed Swingers? I thought that was... Uh, no, uh, Favreau wrote Favreau. it. Oh, but he didn't direct it. I thought no, Favreau Doug directed it. Lo- Doug Lyman did uh, Swingers Go, uh, Go, which was that movie with Katie Holmes. Oh. And uh, that John August wrote. And then he also did Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And I think he did the first Bourne movie. But I'm intrigued by the idea of bringing a documentary filmmaker yeah. on board because Black Panther's got. Uh, I mean, that, that could be really interesting if we did like a sort of docu- pseudo documentary about the plight of some small African country. Oh, you know what? I read this again. I read this completely wrong. It, it printed it so small that I'm not seeing it properly. Uh, they're using Doug Lyman as an example of how Marvel is doing different things. They use Doug Lyman as the example. It is Mark Bailey. He is the one who is going to direct okay. it and develop it. Uh, yeah, the story just uses him as, as an example. Uh, but uh, this, this guy, Mark Bailey, I, I have interviewed this guy at Sundance before. And so uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he uh, what he brings to the table. It will be gritty, though. All right, uh, let's move uh, move along to something. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> in this uh, in this upcoming episode, uh, which is on the way, called uh, the fan is it the Fantastic Pastry of End Times? Yeah, that's the name of the episode. The Fantastic Pastry of End Times. 
uh, let's see. Uh, we talk about how uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, he's it's not dead. He he keeps shouting. Uh, the uh, the uh, let's see what's the name of the guy behind it. It's uh, David, David e. Kelly. Kelly. Uh, he kept saying, it's not over, it's not over, I'm going to sell it to NBC because my new buddy is going to be working there. Well, he did it. Yeah. He, hey, what he, was this, uh, Friday? It was sort of a surprise right at the end of the news cycle. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, shit, yeah. they, they bought the pilot? <laughs> yeah, it's a, and he wasn't kidding. He says, this guy's a friend of mine and he's going to buy the pilot. And it's coming to NBC. So, But it's, it's not going to be the Wonder Woman that you uh, think. It's not going to be, I mean, we all remember uh, Linda, Linda Carter. Carter. From the 70s. It's not going to be that at all. What's it going to be, Carrie? Here it is. A reinvention of Wonder Woman. Diana Prince is a vigilante crime fighter in L.A., but also a successful corporate executive and modern woman trying to balance all of the elements of her extraordinarily uh, extraordinary life. Uh, he says, I had a lot of fun writing it. So is this, is this David E. Kelly's Ally McBeal meets... Is it Ally McBeal with a shotgun? <laughs> yeah, no, that's that, it sounds that sounds like what it is. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, it's, wow. I I think you're not going to get the red, white, and blue swimsuit. You know what? I think you're going to get the jacket that everyone is bitching about. You know what character would work so much better for that show? Funny, She-Hulk. She-Hulk would be good for that. She-Hulk would be perfect for that. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, that's a, that's a She-Hulk show. That, that so there you go. That's what it and it is because She-Hulk's a lawyer. Yes, you're right. David E. Kelly, think about She-Hulk. <laughs> all right. Well, that's gonna. I'm not sure that's gonna be a success at all. Well, it's on NBC. What what would you expect exactly? Uh, you know, because people are gonna be tuning in, wanting to see Wonder Woman, and they're getting She-Hulk. She-Hulk. So. <laughs> There which you go. which would be fine, and which if it was She Hulk, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be upset at all. That would be awesome. All right, let's see. What, what do else. you want to bet? You know, another competing network puts She Hulk into it, puts it in the same slot. Let's do it. Do it. Come on, ABC, get off it. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's going to be apparently, possibly a sequel to Red because it finally made its money back. And in this era of uh, we need a brand to make a movie, we don't make original stories anymore. We need a brand. That's what they're looking at. So the the guys are writing a sequel to it. When I I was surprised that they paid for the option on Red because it's such a (laughs) it's such a by the numbers sort of completely cliched comic book. It really is. It really is. Um, and the only reason I bring up this story because it it may or may not happen. They're just they're commissioning a script. They say they want another one. The reason I brought it up was to once again show how Warner Brothers is just, they just don't know what they have because uh, it's based on the DC Wildstorm comic, of course, by Warren Ellis and uh, is it Cully Cully Hammer, and was one of the titles that Warner Brothers had and let go. They they had it, they didn't have any faith in it. Passed it along. I, but if you look at the timeline of when Red was getting done, this was before the whole DC Entertainment was it? thing. Okay. So, well. so hopefully DC Entertainment... I mean, after this next Superman movie, <laughs> after after Zack Snyder's Superman is when we're going to start seeing the fruits of the DC Entertainment All thing. Right. And so hopefully by then they'll have things turned around. Uh, it'd be interesting to see. Interesting to see. A uh, new Red Dwarf series coming. 
I'm okay with that. Yeah, not all of the original cast coming back, uh, all but one. I think it was uh, Craig Charles is not coming back. Uh, but it's uh, they're going to start making it. It'll be out in uh, 2012, so hopefully the world won't end and you can see it. Uh, Angry Birds is going to be everywhere. Look for it on, it's you know going to be a TV show, it's going to be a web show, it's going to be an animated series. It's They've got a be, board game coming out. Yeah, the bo- board game, that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, you can see, I'll bet you'll have pajamas and, and all that stuff because uh, it's just so big. It's Angry Birds is everywhere. Let's see what else but, we But, you know, the thing with Angry Birds, though, is it proves that you can make something successful from an original idea. An original idea, Hollywood. How about that? Hmm. Okay. No, they, instead instead of coming up with their own, they just want to buy it. That's all they do, man. That's all, that's all they do. Okay, a couple of quick more uh, quick things. Uh, X-Men First Class, uh, everyone was harumphing about that picture that was out. Oh, the, including the director. Yeah, the director was upset. He, uh, he said, uh, I freaked out when he saw it on the web. I don't know where the hell it came from. I don't think it's a Fox image. It's not a pre-approved image. And when I found out, I said, what the fuck is this shit? Uh, Fox is running around trying to figure out what happened as well. Uh, it's like a bad Photoshop. Uh, let's see. It says, uh, <laughs> which maybe it was by someone. It didn't reflect the movie. It. I was shocked when I saw it. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Matthew Vaughn. Uh, let's see. Uh, he's released two more pictures that are real. Uh, one of them is uh, Magneto and his helmet. Get out of my head, Charles! That helmet. And uh, also uh, Charles, you know, thinking hard. <laughs> I hope we don't have too many shots of that. In the movie. I, I doubt it. I'm thinking the, hard. I mean, this is the guy who directed Kick-Ass. Yeah, I'm expecting yeah. something at least mildly entertaining. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he wasn't happy about those pictures at all. Uh, he says, I'm a fan of X-Men. We're not bastardizing it. I'm trying to get them back to being whole again. The costumes are blue and yellow as well, because, fuck it, let's take it back to the original. Also, by the way, those costumes are hardly in the movie. The main costumes are like these cool 60s James Bondy things. But I guess these costumes show up at the end, the, the See, blue and yellows. So. The thing about this whole controversy that's got me the most worried about this movie is like if they're fighting this much about a publicity image, imagine how hard they're fighting about aspects of the film. <laughs> could be, could be. Uh, it be interesting to see. I still think January Jones was a horrible mistake. Okay, yeah, but uh, Rose Byrne looks great as Moira McTaggart. You gotta say, you're right, you're right. Uh, let's see, uh, Westworld remake. Yes. Go back and take a look at the uh, 1973 uh, one with Yul, 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 Yul Brenner. And uh, you'll see that uh, there's a lot of potential there. That's a great old <laughs> sci-fi movie where, where if you can... It's, it's like watching an episode of Star Trek, the original series. Yes. There's so much potential there, and it, it's... It's so good for what it was, when it was, but it doesn't necessarily hold up to today's audience. Exactly. So a remake would be perfect. It, yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Uh, Oz the Great and Powerful, Robert Downey Jr. has uh, left the project. Oh. Uh, now they're looking for a replacement, so naturally, who do you start calling? Johnny Depp. Oh. So we'll see what happens. But uh, Downey is off that project, and we don't know whether Depp is in or not, but his name is being bandied. I, I can't tell you how quickly I went from excited to ambivalent. Yeah. Me too. Honestly, I did too, because I thought Downey Jr. was the guy. He's yeah. your guy right there. But, you know, Depp is good, but he's everywhere. Um, I am excited about uh, The Rum Diary yes. coming this well, that's, year. That's been Johnny finished Depp. for a while, though. That's a Hunter Thompson novel, not a uh, <laughs> The Adventures of Hunter Thompson type Well, book. I, I, it is read it. It's, yeah. it's him. It's, it's, it's him, but 
It's hard to explain to people unless you read Hunter Thompson. Never mind. Let's just drop it. I'm looking forward to it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's see. And, uh, of course, it was funny because uh, Wednesday last week was the day that, uh, you know, DC broke the Internet by announcing, uh, you know, Catwoman and Bane in the uh, new Batman movie. And it was funny because... I w- they never said Catwoman. Oh, well, they said Selena Kyle, but... Yeah, you know. I know, but I think that that was a very... I mean, that would be like saying uh, Billy Dee Williams is playing Two-Face in Tim Burton's Batman. Ah, okay. You know, I there see is what, a distinction. Okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But you know she's going to Yeah, put, I know. She's, she's Catwoman. She's going to put Catwoman. the suit on. And it was funny because uh, that day, of course, Wednesday, comic book day, I went to Dr. Volt's, pick up my hold, and, and the, you know, the place was busy as usual. And, and uh, it was funny because somebody said, so, so Carrie, you haven't commented on, uh, you know, on the website or anything, uh, Facebook, about the casting, which I thought was funny that, you know, you needed a comment from me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a stupid DJ. But uh, I've been thinking about it, and, and uh, you know, I'm... I'm I'm not sure, for one reason, and that is uh, Anne Hathaway's skin is so see-through, she's like a newborn baby fish. You can see her internal organs. <laughs> she just doesn't strike me as an ass-kicker. See now, so, so talk me down here. Everybody said the same kind of stuff about Heath Ledger as Joker. Everybody said, Heath Ledger as Joker? Who are these people? I was one of the few that did not, actually. Okay. Because uh, I, at first, I, I, honestly, I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I went, now who's this guy? Who is he? Uh, and Jeff said, oh, here, he's done this and he's done this. And I went, well, uh, hmm, I don't know. He says, no, no, wait for it. Wait for it. And I was, I was behind Ledger long before the movie came out. I even was on the air saying, you will forget every other incarnation of the Joker ever. Yeah. This will be the Joker that you remember the rest of your life. And I, I'd like to think I was 95% right. Uh, so I was, I was always with Ledger on this. This one... You know, I, I mean, I never thought of Michelle Pfeiffer as an ass kicker either, and then she put on the suit. Granted, it was campier than what they do. I'm, I'm surprised there's still so many people pissed that it's not Megan Fox. And I, I think I'm not. <laughs> those people are idiots. Why would Christopher Nolan uh-huh. want to bother working with Megan Fox? Exactly. No, that would have been a terrible casting. I, I would have been pissed at that point. But Anne Hathaway, at least she's a good actress. Yeah, see, Anne Hathaway, I'm like, huh? Where it were with Megan Fox, I would have went, ugh. I think the thing with Hathaway is that she's a great actress, yes. but no one has ever given her the chance to be an ass kicker, and that's the reason we don't think of her that way. Okay. All right. See, this is the kind of information, this is the kind of input I need to make me think about these things. Because my initial good. is, huh? She is good. She is good. And so... And, and uh, the prospect of a reimagining of Bane, a character that uh, you know most of us just kind of go, eh. But I did some research on Bane, and he's, uh, in, in the past few years that I've not been reading Batman, has apparently developed into a little bit more interesting character. Very interesting. I mean, he hasn't been, he hasn't been in the comics in the last couple of years, but before that, um, before all this Grant Morrison stuff went down, he mm-hmm. was actually, A, he, felt, he thought he found pretty compelling proof that he was the illegitimate son of Thomas Wayne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, making him Bruce's brother, and they and they went out crime fighting. together. They went out crime fighting. They actually went out uh, destroying Ra's al Ghul's Lazarus pits. Yeah, together. I, I thought that was interesting. I started looking into that, and I went, "Oh, look, they've been playing with Bane for a bit. How about that?" And 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 I think with Nolan setting up the first movie with Ra's al Ghul, mm-hmm. and there's still a second female lead whom 
A hasn't been cast, and B we don't know who she is. Well. If it turns out to be Talia Al Ghul, which everyone has been saying, it would make sense to bring Bane into the picture and follow up that storyline of the destruction of the Lazarus pits to keep Ra's Al Ghul from coming back. Hmm. Okay, that could be fun. I, right. I I'm get you. completely pulling all of these theories out of my ass. So I like it though. Don't quote me on any <laughs> of this stuff, but it's a compelling it's, thought. It's it's better than what I have been formulating in my head, so I'll go with that. I mean, the last time I, I heard of Bane was uh, the last Batman comic that, series I read was Nightfall when you know when Bane broke his back, and uh, that was the last time I saw Bane. So you know, I thought pro wrestler, huh? Maybe He's, he won't be in this. You Bane, know. they turned him into a very calculating uh, villain who is every bit as much Batman's uh, foe, like where he had the intelligence of Batman, mm-hmm. but he also had the backup of the Venom, where it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm as smart as Batman, but I'll break his back because, mm-hmm. because I'm, you know... Medically enhanced. Uh, uh, yeah, and and uh, so that'll be interesting. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a wait and see. You know, I'm not gonna bitch. I'm not gonna say it sucks. This movie sucks based on the casting. The or, only you know. thing I will say that sucks about this movie before we even see it. Yes, Batman's voice. <laughs> and you know they're going to address that. They've got. I to. hope so. And again, the answer that I gave to everyone while they were bitching about, you know, Dark Knight. I said, you know, he probably has some sort of a thing in the throat of his costume to change his voice, you know, to like a voice changing can, thing. You know, maybe that's why. My he problem that. is less. I mean, I can buy he's doing that. My, my problem is more than like, I don't understand what the hell he's saying half the time. It's just like. <laughs> he did kind of roar it up, didn't he? In this yeah. one. All right. Okay. It's, I, I still watch it every time it's on. I, I no, I do it. too. Yeah, I, yeah. I love it. But it's just like, it's one of those things where it's just like. Really? That's your Batman voice? <laughs> That's Bane. He's Bane. I'm Bane. <laughs> Maybe you are my brother. I don't know. I don't know what to think. We know it's not going to be any good because Heath Ledger's dad. All right. Uh, anything uh, that that uh, that you have? No, we're, we're gonna, I, I think we're we covered all up. the broken news. Yes, the news has been broken uh, by other people. We just kind of, uh, you know... Scrape it up into a dustpan and we present it to There you. is an interesting thing you might want to check out on Big Shiny Robot this What's week. That? Yes. We had a man on the set of the Incredible Hulk porno reporting for us. <laughs> <laughs> He's got pictures and a set report. It, no, it, should, be, it no, should be up this no, week. No, no, <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll... It's the same guys who did the Batman one. Okay. All right. I'll, and I'll... Uh, he said when he was there, they were shooting the gamma irradiation scene. Did things get knocked over in the lab when they were having sex, and that's how the accident happened? They, the, the set visit, there wasn't any sex during the oh, set visit. damn it. But uh, they talked to him about some of the sex, and he said that the guy playing the Hulk's a dead ringer for Ferrigno. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I can't... All right, let's, let's move on then. Uh, I want to thank, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Jackie Cashian. Cashian. Cashian, thank you for uh, joining us in this episode recorded uh, live at No Brow. Uh, I can't remember the name of the episode. I think it's uh, The Fantastic Pastry or Joined by a Girl. I'd Probably Joined by a Girl, probably. Please to enjoy. After these messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, fine, fine sponsor of the Geek Show Podcast, geekshowpodcast.com. And uh, we're here, I'm here, uh, Carrie, with uh, Jeff and Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy is a big Tron fan. 
Voltron. And so we're going to introduce Jimmy to Dr. Volt's comics because of the new Tron comic book coming out. So what you need to do, Jimmy, yes. first of all, go down to Dr. Volt's at 2043 East, 3300 South. Walk up to the front desk and, and say, Geek Show says hey! <laughs> at which point they'll reply, hey to Geek Show. Now, you don't have to do that to open a hold no. at Dr. Volt's, but it would be nice. Now, uh, you open a hold, it's free. <gasps> they give you a number, and you say, I want all the Trone comics. Yes. Give me, give me, give me, give me. And they'll get them for yes, you. Yes, by hold they mean they hold the comics mm-hmm. when they come in on Wednesdays in, that it, you've ordered. In other uh, places, it's called a pull or things right. like that. But uh, it's it's no charge at Dr. Volt's, which is also a special thing. Yeah. Dr. Volt's comics also uh, gets in uh, toys, action figures, uh, T-shirts, statues, posters, games, all that stuff. Uh, you know, whatever. Mexican kind of, Coke. Yes, and the Mexican Coke is probably the most popular. 2043 East, 3300 South. And you can buy Geek Show T-shirts there. Geek Show says hey to Dr. Volt's comics. Everybody, it's Lee George Cade, Geek Show panelist and one half the creative team behind Grimleys.com. Next, we will find an entire world of monsters and weird little creatures my wife and I, Rachel, make. Each and every Grimly is hand crocheted, hand painted, and 100% awesome. We make everything from sea monsters to mer monkeys, and we don't stop there. We can make a custom Grimly of just about anything, so the next time you're struggling with what to get Geeky Uncle Ned, how about a Grimly of him in a truck costume? Grimleys.com also checks out all the coolness coming out of the Rebel Craft scene. Come check it out. That's G R I M M L E I G H S dot Oh, yeah, make sure to friend us on Facebook. Should I make it a point to not remember that? And you want to like it, you go out to that mall. Searching for the Cosmic Cube. The Cosmic Cube! And, and, and at one point, they tried to get him to eat shit. It's about some orcs. And then they'll give him the package. What? We already bought the costumes. <laughs> oh, what, what a, a douche. douche. Oh, that was the best commercial ever. <laughs> Got a scratch on my face. I've got to wear some armor. <laughs> they're real and they're spectacular. Yeah. Geekshowpodcast.com. And we are back. We are not in the basement. We are at No Brow Coffee. Hey, almost in, uh, as cold. Almost as cold as my basement uh, in no Salt Lake. No way. 315 East, 300 South. Uh, Is No Brow not Carrie's basement? 100% less dogs. Huh? A dog, oh. a dog just uh, walked through and yeah, sniffed we actually, my coffee. I just saw a dog. We oh, have a man. dog so here. So 50%. I don't know stats from me. These are bullshit. There he, was. <laughs> he doesn't like a latte, so <laughs> luckily. Uh, quickly, let's uh, welcome the sponsors, and then we'll introduce the panel. We have a guest uh, joining us today as well. PCLaptops.com. Go see Dan Young at PC Laptops. He's the one who has made this supercomputer that we do the podcast on, as a matter of fact. That's he's, Tony. He's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> I made Tony. I'm the supercomputer. <laughs> yes, he made Tony. He can uh, do these We things. weren't supposed to tell you that. I'm but, wearing tennis uh, shoes. He's self-aware. <laughs> Dr. Oh. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. Uh, when you hear us talk about a comic book on this show, you'd better rush out because uh, Dave has a tendency to sell out of those issues yes. when, we, when we talk about them. So. We also call Dave our enabler. If, yes. if he doesn't have it, ask him to look in my hold. <laughs> it's probably oh. there. Uh, secret, Sorry, Dave. <laughs> SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Uh, What's that? New advertiser, new uh, sponsor of the uh, Geek Show. Go take a look at them. They're the ones who sell the like serious movie collectibles. Oh. Not, not the stuff at Toys R Us, but, you know. This, this stuff you read in Sky Mall? Yes. The serious exactly. stuff. Those cool things? <laughs> that kind of I, stuff. I, I can yeah. get my Dr. Doom helmet from them? Yes. <laughs> I get my bear For helmet? For example. 
<laughs> you what? I want a bear helmet. <laughs> you can buy Hugh Jackman. No, I just want a bear helmet like the guy in True Grit. So I just <laughs> walk around. Yes. We'll, we'll go out to the mountains and get you a bear helmet. Okay, thanks, Jimmy. All right, cool. It's a date. <laughs> you can, can give people date. medical assistance. Stinky, stinky bear oh, helmet. Wanna, we can, we can wanna, go to the you zoo. You want wager for the rest of the remains? Require <laughs> it smells like regret. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, so uh, join us on uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook, uh, uh, 53318.com. Uh, for uh, a text word geek to five thirty three eighteen, and you'll join uh, Tony's text club. That's right. Uh, the uh, the panel. We have a special. You may have noticed a a girl has joined us. <gasps> Yay, Yay, girl. Girl. Yes. Yay. <laughs> it's a girl. Jeff is getting two sweaty us now. Uh, she has her uh, own podcast. Jimmy uh, got a chance to listen to it. I did. It's very nice. I like it. Dork. Thanks. It's dorkforest dot com. Sure. And uh, she's a touring comedian, uh, Jackie Cashian. Everyone. Am I saying your last name right? You are. Cashian. It's Cashian, oh. like vacation. Cashian. You said okay. Cashian first, and like, then you went ethnic. Like Cajun. <laughs> Good <laughs> on you. All right. And, uh, you guys are always looking for diversity in this town. Indeed. You're like, let's do it. Let's well, find some. No, we're not. <laughs> we're really not. <laughs> You're creating the illusion. Listen, we have a black listener, okay? That's right. Valentine's. We have one. Valentine. No, we have two. No, we have yeah, two. Yeah, three. Paul's a white. Three. One's a woman. Three? Yeah. Wow. She okay. still gets to be black, though. Yes, she does. Excellent. Uh, and uh, so Jackie has joined us. Uh, Lee George Cade. Hi, everybody. Toy maker to the king. Uh, uh, the, the king fired me. Really? So now I'm just toy maker to the baron. I'm sorry. <laughs> Website is... Uh, Grimleys.com. Uh, we'll, we'll make anything. Seriously, down to the point. We, we finally got a commission from one, the uh, next-gen oration Star Trek costume. So we're kind of excited. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Lady, okay. lady wants. To Will st- you make me a Xena costume? Sure, we can do that. Well, it would um, have to be a doll of you. It'll be crocheted. My kingdom's toy of my oh, kingdom's yeah. made of yarn. So. He can he can make it look like you and in a Xena costume and, if and that's it, what you really want. All right. And, and, and by the way, I, Lee, I figured out which uh, crocheted hat I wanted you guys to make. Oh, what's that? Batrock the Leaper. <laughs> oh God! That's oh, Jesus. That is way, way. <laughs> what is that? That is deep. That is Captain super America deep. Captain America villain. It's oh, real bad. From the forties or something. Yeah, from way, <laughs> way back. <laughs> it's gonna have to happen. He now. was French, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Zalipa. He uh, talks like a, this. Should I make it a point to not remember that? Don't he, remember he that. He spent most like of his time hating on the Spider-Man musical. He uh, is a villain, clearly. Jimmy Martin, Slug Magazine. How do you do? Film critic, uh, slugmag.com. Also uh, teamed with Jeff Weiss, film critic to the world uh, for the big movie Mouth Off, the cable TV sensation. Mm-hmm. I think as you're listening to this, Weiss and I are up in Park City during Sundance throwing oh up in toilets. Oh, God, I guarantee I am. <laughs> From That's the free right. vodka and booze. My, my, kidney is fi- my kidneys have finally exploded. This, is the, uh, this, uh, this episode is for the week of the 24th. Actually, I think I just buried Vice in the mountains of Park City last night. Isn't it was, that a, <laughs> it was a rough night. Isn't, isn't the underground <laughs> place going to be up there uh, doing their, their awesome booze? What? Isn't that called underground? Oh, What's God. The, does that, that place like the Jägermeister? Oh, yes. uh, it's, probably. It's, uh, was it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's really good. I hope they have it there and you guys can stay at least somewhat safe. We'll try. With the free samples. You might not see us again. Okay. <laughs> Shannon Barnson. Drug, drug-addled participant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm, uh, I'm your host. I'm Carrie Kerry Jackson. Kerry Jackson. Uh, say that again. Kerry Jackson. Thank you very much. All right. So wow, uh, we have an announcer. X96.com, <laughs> uh, Monday through Friday, uh, 6 to 10 a.m. That's all I care about. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's get underway. Jackie. Yes. You uh, a touring comedian. 
I am. Or is it comedian? Do we it's say comedian that? and uh, comedian. Joan Rivers can keep it. It's all right. She can have it. <laughs> it's all good. That movie's fantastic, by the way. But yeah. she's broken. Oh, a piece of work. Yes. Yeah. 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 She's, she's a broken, broken person, she and really comedy is. will never fill the hole in her soul. But <laughs> God bless her. Uh, so, uh, is this your first time in Salt Lake, or are you? This uh, is uh, my second time in Salt Lake, uh, pr- and then one time I've been to West Valley. So I've been all over Utah. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I went to the West Valley Mall, which is. Obviously, where crime lies because it was untidy. You mean the swap meet? <laughs> it's no, the, a mall, the, it's a the Valley meet. Fair Mall was home of the world's largest concrete parking lot for like 15 years. Yeah. I heard they sell Tweety Bird shirts out there. Still, <laughs> that's the only place you can get them in the nation. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And you want uh, a wolf blanket? You go out to that mall. <laughs> I need a wolf blanket. No, there's there's a guy selling a collection of wolf blankets on uh, 9th East and 45th South. Too. Oh, I love so him, too. You do have yeah. a little diversity. It's, how much are some those? great Jimi Hendrix blankets. <laughs> how much are those? <laughs> I, I believe Bob they're uh, $45 or three for $10. Three for 10 But it's you weren't even kidding. It's $5 extra if the wolf is howling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. Is you need your, uh, your blankets up and hang them up in your bedroom window so everyone can see... You're using that as a curtain. What? That's classic. <laughs> That's they classic. Help, they that you like shit and you like to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> and they help conceal your black velvet posters. Your black like posters. Shit. It won't be a surprise with that. The South Will Rise Again bumper sticker on your Chevy Nova. <laughs> you cut two holes in them and say, fuck you, Snuggie. <laughs> your South to Rise Again thing just reminded me and, and the Idaho shirt that she's wearing. Uh, Man, I just I came back from Southern Idaho a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. oh. and I hadn't been since I was a little kid. Right, I went there for a funeral, and it's a good because my wife is Korean. Uh, it's a good thing I didn't take. That's a Sue. lot of information. Well, Holy right. smokes! It's a good thing I didn't take Sue with me to the funeral. All okay. right, because I saw two Confederate flags flying right in people's yards, and the "Don't Tread on Me" flag was everywhere. I was terrified. You guys hate Idaho. Is that it? C- Central yeah. Oregon. I'm not crazy about Idaho. Central Oregon's the same way. Yeah. The Central Oregon, they've been uh, they've been trying to secede from the union and create the <laughs> the state of Jefferson. But in your touring, you uh, you I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think Idaho's going to outweigh trash you people is what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that Utah's a cultural mecca. Oh no. But uh, but I'm from I'm from Wisconsin and I grew up hating Illinois and then I moved to Minneapolis and it turns out people in Minnesota hate Wisconsin, and I was like, "This is like warring trailer parks. No one gives a damn. We all came here on the same tractor pull, people." Uh, you got a point. <laughs> it's, uh, I was in Idaho last weekend. Actually, I was in Sun Valley, where the fur families live. Yeah, so um, you were you were in the rich area. Yeah. Oh man, the, they were the fanciest yeah. human beings I'd ever seen in my life. There were children <laughs> born on skates, wearing more money than I'd ever <laughs> hoped Arnold, to own. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a house out there. Does it? Uh, Ashton Kutcher, uh, Demi Moore, and Bruce Willis live their Mormon lifestyle, I believe, there. Yeah. <laughs> it's very beautiful. They're raising their children together as a village. Bruce in his bed alone, listening to the noise above. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your life sucks. Anyway, uh, tell, us about, tell us about your podcast, Jackie. Uh, uh, Dorkforest.com, or JackieCation.com, is... Um, it's a podcast I've been doing in almost six years, and uh, about three months ago, I 
bunch of people gave me donations so that the sound quality might improve. Sound of <laughs> Young America reviewed it once and said, because it was a conference call for mm-hmm. five years. Conference call, people called in, we all chatted. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sound of Young America, some guy on Sound of Young America said that it, he, knew, he, he knew it was a conference call, so he thought it would sound like AM radio, but it actually sounded like a telephone held up to AM radio. <laughs> so there are 213 wow. episodes that you guys can check out uh, that uh, have sound quality that's a little dodgy. Yeah, but uh, we were, there are 15 we episodes um, with Crystal clear, uh, beautiful uh, uh, sound quality. And it's just dork-on-dork dialogue. People get on and talk about their model airplanes and their comic book fetish and their love of horror films. And Or, or I'm looking for a bee dork. If someone lives in Los Angeles and wants to talk to me about bees. Like honey bees? Any bees. I actually I think I, I might have somebody for you. I'm, I'm a dork <laughs> chameleon. I I'm just want to know. I know three horticulturalists. <laughs> One of them actually lives is a in beekeeper. Los Angeles? No, here. Oh, boo. Salt Lake, state of Utah, horticulturalist beekeeper for the state of Utah. Oh, that would have. I should have brought my. We have a beekeeper for the state we of do. Utah. They're, they're working on trying to figure out why all the bees are dying, and they're trying to figure out. I heard there was a virus. It's the end of days. End of days. It's quite the well, job of just going. Uh. Anthropologically speaking, it could be because human history is tied to the bee more than anything else. Oh man, you're freaking me out. I'm man. not. We are. Uh, so, so you're doing that Lee George Cade thing again, and it's just freaking yeah, me I'm, out. I'm, I could be making well, it up. Speaking Frogs of end. Will of rain. Well, speaking of end of days, I have it right here. Uh-huh. Uh, the date is May 21st. For what? For the end of uh, the end of the world. Isn't that a solstice? Oh, what is like that? 2011? I thought yeah, it was 2012. No, this year. No, this, this year. year? This no. year, I believe Shit. it is. Isn't well, it? I'm exhausted, so no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm ready no. for it to go. I agree with you, Jack. <laughs> I know. I, I call bullshit because I've seen the futuristic documentary 2012. Well, and I know when it ends. <laughs> if I read this correctly, it's this year. It's May 21st, nope. and uh, it's a, here's here's how you find out. You go. Uh, it's the Family Radio Incorporated Christian Network. And uh, they've put up billboards, bump stickers. Yeah, they know. They're talking to the right. It's called WeCanKnow.com. With ham radio. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they have have put this up. They've got it all across. You can can get uh, uh, an app. That will count down. Well, now we know so it's true. Oh my God! Yeah. It's an is this going to be the same? When I was in junior high school, when all the Jehovah Witness kids didn't show up for school one day, you know, the ones that were allowed to go to public school, they didn't show up because the end times were coming. And then Monday they come to school looking kind of sad. I'm gonna stop paying my bills. It didn't happen. That's a good idea. Does this mean I have to cancel my uh, pre-order for the Blu-ray prequel series? Yeah, um, sorry, you ain't getting them. Yeah. Do you guys remember when George Bush said that he wanted to be alive to see the rapture? I was like, you've dropped the ball if you see the rapture. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly, you're clearly you're supposed to be gone. Oh man, look at all. Oh shit. My, my favorite rapture story was the lady uh, following the truck that had all the uh, sex dolls that had been filled with helium. Was that six feet under, right? No, it's a real story. It's a real story. It was in the news I of the weird. That was made up. Yeah, that was like 2002. Was a, it's a true story. I know they recreated it on six feet under. Yeah, the, the <laughs> guy was going to a New Year's Eve ball, and yeah. uh, his truck hit a hit a something, either capsized or whatever, and all the dolls came out of the back of his truck, and the lady thought the rapture was coming, and. I think you read a synopsis of a Six Feet Under episode. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> God, this really happened. Sometime All when right. you were high on blueberries. In fact, sir. I will show this to you. We got to okay. we got to Snopes this and see. Uh, I do like the sound it's of it. The being same news service you use for your show, dude. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't trust me. Though. It's the internet. It's, it's the internet. It had a green light on Snopes. Well, no internet. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Well, this this comes from the Tennessean newspaper. Oh, it's got to be true. Yeah. Harold Camping is the name of the uh, the head of the the, the group. And uh, he says that the rapture will happen. Here's, he's figured it out. Okay. Exactly 7,000 years from the date that God first warned people about the flood. Mm-hmm. The flood happened in 
4990 BC. That was would that have his BlackBerry. How does he know that? I, yeah. I, I guess okay. he has a. Is he, using, right. is he using the Hebrew calendar? Calculator? I don't know. Uh, he stole God's desk calculator. Uh, <laughs> calendar. Yeah. So 4990 BC is when the flood happened. It's probably on Wikipedia. And that would have been... <laughs> Again, true. That would have been May 21st on the modern calendar because God gave Noah one week of warning. Oh, and does that I, make you a Leo or a Sagittarius? <laughs> I'm a well, Leo It's all tilted now. Now. That's yeah. all yeah. I know. It's all tilted, I, so it doesn't but matter. I think Shannon's onto something. I think he stole uh, God's... God's desk calendar and replaced it with a far side one. I would like to bring up every person I know from Tennessee is so wasted on scotch by noon that they <laughs> couldn't read a calendar. So. Well, now he says that since one day, now I, where he got this, I don't know, but since one day equals a thousand years in God time. Right. That's in the Bible. Is it? <gasps> yeah. Thank you. That means there was a 7,000. <laughs> Page okay. 72. Inde- Thank you very much. Index. Look in the index. <laughs> that means there was a 7,000 year interval between the flood and and the rapture. It's right. Like, hmm, 115. So, May 21st. Um, awesome. Which, which means we'll get to see the Thor, Thor movie, movie. but not the Captain America not the Captain movie. America. Oh, God uh, fucking damn it. God, can't you spare us for the Captain America? Hey. <laughs> okay, I'll give you the Captain America. You, you, know, what the, you know what this also reminds me of? The, the latest thing from the 700 Club where they said that the reason it was snowing so much was because God was trying to pre- prevent gay people from going out to do gay things. <laughs> Did you seriously yeah, know? Obviously, he, obviously, he's never been to a gay pride parade. I mean, those guys will march in their underwear oh, and sleet snowstorms. Yeah. Oh, my God. Seriously. They're better than the post you ever snow will do to suede? That's <laughs> <laughs> people aren't leaving the house. Uh, Streamers. I, oh, it's just what, terrible. What's the obsession with Armageddon? Uh, that's the thing. And I've the never, gays. I've and never. The gays. never well, it's because well, things like the bees dying, all those birds dying, the and fish stuff. in the Chesapeake oh, Bay. Yeah, but if you I'll read that kind of shit, the bees are dying. It happens day. every other day. It's just. It's just now we have the internet. Yeah, exactly. We know about it. It's my favorite Def Leppard album. A, a slow news day. Find something. Yeah, yeah there was a cat stuck in a tree. <laughs> that's all. It's we the got. end. That's yeah, we we're got. done. Cats <laughs> stuck in trees around the world. The end times are here. So, uh, so yeah, it, we'll we'll not get to see the cat movie, which which is fine because psh, yeah, his, we'll watch it in hell. His package is just frightening me. All right, um, <laughs> you saw. Well, have you seen his costume? Yeah, yeah. If you were wearing that costume. You would have a bone or two. Uh, Didn't you the, notice his package? No, no. The, the downside oh, of it I, is, I is, is oh, that here. he he had to have this huge package to beat those Nazi bastards. Show uh, wow. show Jackie this. I'll find uh, it. I'm gonna fuck freedom into you. Take that, Axis. <laughs> Where's the Winter Soldier? There's, there's that's Thor. the that's the movie I want to see. Ah, Winter see? Soldier. Oh, yes. Cool. Yeah. 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 Hey, they It'll could. take me a while. I'm not smart enough to look through a magazine Bucky, anymore. Bucky's going to be in the Captain America movie. They've cast Sebastian Stan to play I, the character. Okay. And, and if they gave him a big enough role to get a sort of name actor for the well, part, that is weird. then theoretically... <laughs> We are going to get to see it too. a I Winter Soldier this. movie at some point. Okay, I've got some. I've got some stuff on that. As a matter of fact, and uh, also the director is begging you to give him another chance. After the Wolfman, that's what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I'm that story. Sorry. Right. Uh, we've got uh, yeah the uh, the thing that oh here it is. He totally has a boner. He's got a package. Would, he's got a, it's you know, just a little scrotch. Things are a little scrotch. What if scrunched. he's wearing a pleated pant? Yeah. Yeah. It was the it's, 40s. It's, it's That's true. I think if Jackie had that suit on, she'd have a boner. Right. I'm just saying. I have Everybody a boner would. right now, I actually. <laughs> I keep it in my it's all, it's side all this, bed table. It's all this <laughs> uh, <laughs> she travels. Hey, it's a dick joke. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the uh, dir- 
the director, uh, uh, yeah, who was responsible Joe for Johnston. the for the werewolf movie, says, uh, "Please give me another chance." <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't responsible for that he, movie. He stepped in halfway through shooting. Didn't well, he? that's that's what he's mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. He's, he's saying uh, I I had. Uh, Three weeks of prep time. The film was brought down by constant infighting, interference. Uh, I did it for the money. Please don't hold it against me. But it, with Captain America, he says, I've had 30 weeks of prep. A small team of qualified, supportive, creative producers. Anyway, he goes on about how we're doing it right. Please. So next year, will he say the sun was in his eyes? What the <laughs> yes, hell? That's what I'm worried about. Well, well, and frankly, I'm waiting for his apology for Hidalgo. <laughs> Well, it all God, you hold a grudge. <laughs> the last thing I want before a Captain America movie, which I'm excited about, is an apology. Just shut up and make your movie. Right. <laughs> I hope it's great. I used to think, Cap- before I started reading comic books, I thought Captain America was a tool because of, <laughs> so, right. of that outfit. So did I. And then you read it. Like I, I started reading it, I think, right before the Civil War. And um, <laughs> it was great because I've only been reading comics for about six years. So, And... He's great. He's awesome. Well, yeah, in the, in the past six years is when I've started Ed, liking it. Ed Brubaker. It's it's it's, yes. it's it's what Jeff has always said. You know, when we were when we were kids, we didn't read it because he was a tool. Yeah. I but read he, it, <laughs> but he had the greatest <laughs> the greatest uh, weapon in the Marvel universe. He got the shield. Yeah, right? the American shield. dream. And that <laughs> uh, I I, and I loved when I was a kid. I loved Captain America. I I, I devoured every issue of the Avengers. Anything that had Captain America. But yeah, I, I didn't start reading Cap until about six or seven but, years. Now. But yeah. his book sucked balls. It did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you read him yes. anyway. Yes. You were yeah. on board. He and was. I still every time I watch an episode of the Colbert Report. I see that shield on that wall. Yeah, you if can Chris, get if, one. Or if Chris Evans does not come on that show and take that shield off the wall, oh. I need to say I need this. I need Do you this. mind? <laughs> Just let me borrow this for a second. Eight hundred bucks. I want it. That's how much that shield is. Is it really? Yeah, because my comic book store has one. I know. Oh. You, I know you can get it for three fifty. Oh wait a minute, yeah. cost. Oh, we'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> oh okay. I, I, I know. I know a guy. He'll make one out of crochet for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it'll be a yarn oh, shield. No, 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 it'll, oh, be, no. it'll be made out of the strongest thing on earth: spider silk. I'm sorry, it's. Made of vibranium, but <laughs> it's actually a vibranium alloy. Uh, let's see here. We have uh, a French magazine. Uh-oh. Uh, we, I surrender. Has a bunch of spoilers about the cat movie. How, how much do you want to know? All of it. All of it. Everything? Yeah. Jackie, you okay with this? They actually changed the name of Von Strucker to Von Smucker, and he's the Baron of Jam. (laughs) In Act 2, Captain America surrenders. Oh, the cat movie, sorry. (laughs) The cat cat. movie. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I was like, what are they doing? Batgirl? The the magazine is called Le Grand Fantastique. Which means the pastry. (laughs) The Fantastic Pastry, I think is what it is. Is that right? I believe you. Did you you just name the episode, Lee? (laughs) The Fantastic Pastry. Let me write that down. All right. Si j'étais un garçon, j'aurais un zizi. Oh. I I have five semesters of French. I passed three of them. Uh, I just said if I were a man, I would have a penis. (laughs) (laughs) Boy and wee-wee, I guess, are the actual. Does that... (laughs) Well, yeah, clearly. I'm I'm glad you had a chance to use it. Thanks. uh, I don't get to. I'm glad we could be there. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, Here's what it says. 90% of the film is in the uh, 40s. Good. Oh, cool. Uh, framing story in present day, right. where a gigantic bomber plane is found under the ice in the Antarctic. A whole plane? Ah, ah. A whole plane, not just ah, cat. They're messing with cannon. <laughs> it makes more sense to be able to find a big plane than one dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. We then flash uh, back to World War II, where the Red Skull attacks a village in Norway. They deserved it. With song. Sur- <laughs> <laughs> Searching. I yeah. I hope. Searching for the Cosmic Cube. The Cosmic Cube! <laughs> <laughs> the 
Go to the long boxes if you yep. want to know more about the Cosmic Cube. Bon Jovi will do the musical uh, version of it. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the Red Skull's human face is just a mask covering up his true scully appearance. Johan Schmidt. And uh, the skull has left the Nazi party to co-found Hydra because I guess the Nazis just weren't even. <laughs> so has, Hasbro wow. called in the middle of the night and said, um, we're really worried about toys with swastikas. Could you make sure that Hydra's the only ah. bad guy? I'll bet. Artistic um, differences. You, you'll, you'll notice uh, when the Indiana Jones toys came out, there were no Nazi soldiers. They were all German soldiers. <laughs> the Huckleberry Finn were very uh, toys, there are no N-word. That's right. There's no, uh, <laughs> it's Slave Jim. Slave Jim, which is a job, right? Yeah. I'm sure he feels better about being called a slave, you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, so the skull has left the Nazi party because of creative differences. Um, uh, they have a secret base in the Alps where the skull works on tapping the secret powers of the cosmic cube. Yeah, he wants to tap that. <laughs> <laughs> Always have. Steve Rogers is already friends with Bucky Barnes. When Steve is a puny weakling and gets uh, bullied by thugs in Brooklyn. Bucky's yeah. a scrappy paper boy. It comes to the rescue. <laughs> the movie will use digital trickery to make Chris Evans' body look weak. And then they'll give him the package. Uh, after Steve takes the super soldier serum, becomes Captain America, he's used as a mascot in the cinema and music halls. Mm-hmm. So that's probably where they'll have the triangle shield and the old, yeah. you know, the bad costume. And, and a song and dance routine. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Until his old friend Bucky is captured by Hydra. Ah, crap. Hail Hydra! <laughs> no time for love, Dr. Rogers. Uh, thank you. Uh, dur- Steve! During his first mission, uh, Captain America frees a group that will wind up becoming the invaders. With my shield and my frosty motorcycle. <laughs> the World War II superhero team. Uh, who are, Jeff? Submariner. Uh, no, no, no. Spitfire, the, wiz- the wizard. Yeah. Uh, the, the original Human Torch and Toro yeah. and Submariner and sometimes the Destroyer. Well, will 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 do you think Toro and the original Human Torch will be in it? <laughs> oh God, I hope so. And 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 I hope that Zachary Quinto will have a cameo as Namor, the Submariner. Oh, I have a job. I hate you, surface dwellers, but I hit Nazis more. <laughs> uh, eventually, we discover just what the giant bomber buried in the ice was for, and and uh, uh, says, and uh, Heinrichs hints that the second Captain America film, rather than abandoning the World War II period, might be divided between World War II and the present day. Uh, because the uh, organization Hydra exists in both time periods. And and, uh-huh. and, and by the way, it does. I don't know if it mentions this, but Joss Whedon did a touch-up on the script for Captain America. Oh, did he? Yes, thank God, because those idiots that behind the Narnia movies wrote the original script treatment. <laughs> there was too much lion Jesus. Yeah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, and I think I sent... Uh, it, actually, I posted on the Facebook page the designs for Red Skull. Yes. And the yes, picture of Johann Schmidt with the Cosmic Cube, too. Did Looks Steve Rogers like grow character. up in Williamsburg? Is he one of the bearded nice. youth movements back in 1936? <laughs> no, he grew up in New York. Oh. He's a New York boy. Brooklyn, though, right? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Williamsburg. He's hipsterville. Uh, let's see. We got... Uh, uh, what, uh, what comics are you uh, reading, Jackie? You said you have a, your own comic book store that you go to regularly, sure. I assume. Um, I read uh, a lot of Marvel. I read a lot yay. of... Uh, yay, yay, Marvel! <laughs> Uh, though a lot of people have been trying to get me into DC. Usually, uh, yeah, DC. Yay, DC. DC. But for the longest time, I only read Secret Six uh, uh. in DC, which was uh, a bunch of bad guys who were um, hilarious. And um, <laughs> But I, I don't know. I read, I probably, we, we get about 40 or 50 titles a, a month. So um, wow. the new Taskmaster is great. Have you guys been reading that? I haven't had a chance to. Uh, the the, the miniseries that Fred Van Lanty yeah. is writing. Yeah. Was it good? It was great. It just ended, I think. There's five five issues. Yeah, I was, was waiting right? for it to get compiled before yes. I pick it up. 
Yeah, it it was uh, it was sort of Deadpool, <laughs> uh, but with this backstory of Taskmaster that I will not tell you about, so that people get to read it. Mm-hmm. Yay, a, Deadpool! There's yeah, the latest the, issue of Deadpool. Uh, basically, Taskmaster. Taskmaster is a super villain who's got a sort of photographic, photographic memory <laughs> where he where he can copy anybody's superhero. There's no, there an issue of Daredevil in the '80s where he, he summed it up perfectly that he has photographic reflexes, so he just watched kung fu movies and went to circuses mm-hmm. <laughs> and studied everything. Did you guys see the cape? Oh, oh, yeah. oh TV show yes, the we cape. did. We talked about that last episode. Shannon, oh, Shannon hates it so much he loved it. What yeah. did you think? Uh, I uh, it was uh, it it has been done, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. It is. I mean, I love the circus. That's what I loved. I love the fact that he was trained by the circus. So you're the one person who liked Heroes season three. I didn't. I couldn't actually stand Heroes season three. Uh, I could only do season one. When they went into season two, and I was like, uh, "Bad guys aren't broken. Don't throw away old, ba-, you know, or get new." I don't know. But uh, I, I, I never got into Heroes after season one. But um, yeah, I, I didn't mind the cape actually. But are you guys reading the Deadpool team ups? Uh, yeah, I, I, well, I was, and I dropped him. I had to drop him. It's I, getting canceled. Well, there's too many Deadpools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, and it's getting canceled, isn't it? The Is te- it? Yeah, the yes. team-ups and uh, Core, Deadpool Core. I are never both read canceled. Core. Both I like the original Deadpool, and uh, and the team-ups were cracking me up a little bit. Uh, uh, sorry. The one with Thor was just on. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> that, was a, that was my problem with it. Was he, he was teamed up with all of these... I mean, not even B-list characters. Oh, they were giants. Like D-list <laughs> characters, C-list, E-list. Really? Uh, for the longest time, and I gave up. And then they started bringing in the you know the heavy hitters. On oh, okay. The, on I'm the reading Thor, too. You guys reading Thor? Thor is a yeah. great comic these yeah. days. Uh, especially Ultimate Thor is the one that I've been just... Yeah, I don't, do, I don't do any of the Ultimate stuff. Oh, I love I know. the Ultimate I was told by these guys... The best Thor just got canceled. Yeah. Which Thor, one? Thor the Mighty Avenger. Was that canceled? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, Ben Acker was telling me about that. Oh, awesome. God, it was so good. And yes, it didn't sell for shit because it was good. <laughs> got canceled. <laughs> Too good. Uh, well, uh, DC... Uh, comics. Yay. Right. Has anyone played the DC Online yet? No. I played it two I years ago at E3. Uh, I'm sure it, it's better by now. I look to you it's guys. It's available <laughs> for pre-sale. They're, they were sub- this this game gets pushed back every couple of months. Yeah, so now does. they're, they're it's advertising. Out now. Yeah, it's out. Is it actually? Oh yeah, it's out. out. Yeah. Our, uh, uh, our so buddy Robbie. I, I wouldn't know because Cataclysm kicked my ass so hard <laughs> that I haven't been able to play and, anything else. And, so. and and our bartender friend Robbie at Brewies played the beta and hated it because he couldn't be any of the Green Lantern characters and it really pissed him off. <laughs> but apparently there's rumors that they're going to do a Green Lantern patch. Expansion. They'll do an expansion yeah. on yeah. it. I'm sure they will. But, uh, the only thing I played was a Mortal Kombat versus the DC Universe, which is like five <laughs> years old and I love it. Well, now there's, uh, what is it, uh, versus Marvel? It's uh, Capcom, Capcom, Capcom versus Marvel, Marvel yeah. It's yeah. A three, I think it is. Yeah, it's time the third one. Yeah. Coming it's, out this summer. It's I, good. I played that at E3 in the... I figured if Capcom it was Capcom, right? Yeah. yeah. The reps would kind of like let me enjoy myself because, like, you know, oh, let him win, let him win, like a two-year-old, you know? No, they kicked the shit out of me, <laughs> and I just felt like an idiot. So oh, he's like, "No, this is how you do the special move." Gah! And I was like, "All right, well, that was fun." <laughs> well, DC's doing what they can, but uh, they seem to keep failing when it comes to getting their characters in live-action TV or movie shows. Uh, David E. Kelly's uh, Wonder Woman project was canceled last time we talked. Allie, yeah. Allie, Allie McAmazon? Allie McAmazon. <laughs> well, he's not giving up without a fight. Oh, good for you. Uh, he seems to think that he'll be able to get it going. We already bought the costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You know how hard it is to find a golden tiara? <laughs> 
Uh, despite the fact broadcast networks have passed on the Wonder Woman script. Uh, Why? Why have they passed on the Wonder Woman script? It must be really good. Yeah. Uh, he's optimistic. <laughs> he, uh, he says... Uh, Couldn't afford an invisible plane. He, says, he said that the, the timing was wrong, is, is uh, what he's saying. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, the Hollywood Reporter uh, says, uh, rolled out very late in the game. Uh, he'll come back to NBC with the project because uh, they've got some executive reshuffling that they're doing. And uh, He didn't pitch it as a reality show, so this pussy that's passed on it. That's probably part of the problem. Uh, they've got a new guy coming in, programming chief Robert Greenblatt, and apparently they're buddies. And, and so he says, uh, I like to think of it as a smart script. I know he responds to smart material. Wonder Woman is a real complex woman, not just a superhero. Or he'll take it to cable, which I think is a great idea because we could put it on HBO and mm, violence movies. and blood and <laughs> nudity. Lesbianism. And oh, come on. None what? of that. What? It's a virtuous character. <laughs> yeah. uh, that so makes it boring again. <laughs> <laughs> so, ja- so, Jackie, you've just been reading comics in the past six years, so you probably right. not not read Wonder Woman or anything? No, no, I don't know enough about Wonder Woman. Uh, she usually... What, what she's I'm tr- made from clay. <laughs> she's made a... Uh, she went on an outer space adventure. Marvel was doing this uh, Women of the Month. It was like this horrible... It was, a, it was a terrible ad campaign, but it did sort of... They were like, we're going to try to... Remember women superheroes? Let's try to do a one of those a month. And uh, so, we, you know, like I read She-Hulk. And she, uh, who, was it Abnet, I think, who did a great She-Hulk for a yeah. while? Oh, uh, oh, the original one? That was Dan Slott. Well, Dan Slott. It was Dan Slott when, when, when it was... Um, that was the Ally McBeal with yes. She-Hulk Yes, comic. it was a great series. That was and, good. I enjoyed the hell out of that. And that's when I started reading She-Hulk. And mm-hmm. um, with the, I'm reading more DC women characters there. It's sort of Birds of Prey, Batgirl, and Oracle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, those are great. But the, the indie stuff, uh, I'm, I'm reading a lot of like unwritten are you guys reading Unwritten or DC Chew? Vertigo. Yes, Chew. We, we we met John Lehman actually at Comic Con. Did you? Yeah. I was supposed to interview Brew Baker in September. Oh, we're jealous on on, uh, on Dork Forest, but because um, I'm going to Seattle. But uh, yeah, and um, Brew Baker, have you been reading uh, uh, Scarlet? Is it Scarlet? Incognito. Incognito and Criminal as well. And Criminal. Yeah. yeah, I've read both of those. Those oh. are amazing. Those are those Bendis are writes Scarlet. Bendis writes Scarlet. Okay, I'm getting confused for a second. I can only read Powers. I can't oh, read Bendis. I like Powers. I like Powers. I like That's Bendis a lot. I've, I've, yeah, I'm Bendis, reading everything he's he's writing these I days. I can't. It's he doesn't ever finish anything. He writes really snappy, snappy dialogue though. He's a funny guy. <laughs> uh, well, female heroes on TV, not super powered. Uh, oh. Charlie's Angels. That's what you want, right? Oh, totally. Don't you want Charlie's Angels? No, the, the movies yes. were good. Oh. Bernie Mac was funny. I'd rather have Lisa Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, why don't you make her one? Here's here's what they're doing. Uh, it's it's the Smallville people. Alan. Fuck oh, it, then. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> Alan Gough and so Alan wear sweatsuits. <laughs> Millar. She's She-Hulk. She's wearing a green sweater. Can't you tell? <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. A really tight. That green show got sweater. any better, Carrie? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to talk with you about Smallville. <laughs> we just, we I tried just it. disagree. First three seasons. I've been. Wa- I I haven't been watching it. I've been watching the final season because they're doing superhero stuff finally. Oh man, how about Gilmore Girls? Bring them back. <laughs> There's a superhero duo. <laughs> 
she's an adult, but not really. And the child is a child, but not really. And her forehead's as big Sassiness as ensues. She has a big forehead. She has a gigantic yeah. forehead. She's a single mom with a bajillion dollars to spend on her wardrobe. It's fantastic. <laughs> Juicy couture. Those are $70 pants. <laughs> I said the same Sweat thing pants. when I watched it. <laughs> She hey, can't afford that. We think so much alike. This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, I call bullshit. It will be an angel's origin story. Oh, good. Origin. And it won't be in L.A. It's what? moving to Miami. <laughs> oh! That'll help. That'll make it fresh. I Can hope there's mamba dancing. <laughs> with a burn notice and CSI. They can do a crossover and, and, with and Dexter. Dexter, that's, yeah. where I, that's the one I want. That's the um, finale. <laughs> and, uh, of course, John Forsythe, the voice of Charlie, dead. So who's the new Charlie? Would you like to know? My mom. Sure. Robin Williams. Bernie Mac. <laughs> oh, Paul Williams. Bill Murray would be good. Uh, Robert Wagner. Oh, yeah. Robert Wagner? And you know why? He belongs on Lifetime with Robert, Judith Light. The reason that Robert Wagner is Charlie is because Aaron Spelling owes Robert Wagner money. For heart to heart? For Charlie's Angels. Some sort of uh, Robert Wagner was involved with the original Charlie's Angels and never got his money back. He sued the spelling estate, and so they said, "All right, we'll make you the he new was, Charlie." He was originally supposed to play the Cheryl Ladd character. I guess. <laughs> well, guess what, Rob? You're not going to get it back this time. Are they going to do a reimagining of Charmed? Ooh. Too soon. <laughs> what? That's too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> it's still canon. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's take a break and we we'll, can't uh, find another shitty emo band to cover a classic Smith song. <laughs> I'm, they're obviously not looking hard enough. Then yeah. we'll uh, we'll come back uh, in just a few months after these messages. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Carrie, and of course, uh, the reason that we have this podcast is because of fine sponsors like our brand new sponsor, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Go to their website and give them some love. Here's the thing. They are serious collectors, all right? Authorized dealers of all the products that they sell. Been in business since 2003, so you can trust them. They primarily deal in these limited edition collectibles. We're talking like movie replicas, statues, busts. One-of-a-kind pieces of art. Uh, new products coming in all the time. They want to be your stop on the Internet for all of your collectibles. Now, the reason you should trust them, they are collectors themselves. They understand your obsession. They understand your value of trust, especially when you're dealing with high-end products like these. Uh, so they know what it's like to suffer the pains of subpar customer service. So they handle each order personally. They take each order seriously. You've got all kinds of prop replicas on this website. It's terrific, including replica costumes. And I'm not talking those ones you see at Target. These are really, really nice, accurate movie collectibles. So go see them. Give them some love from Geek Show. Tell them Geek Show says, hey, secretcompasscollectibles.com. All one word, secretcompasscollectibles.com. And we are back. Yay. <laughs> All right. I don't know uh, where to go from here. Is there anything you guys uh, want to talk about? Because I've got a lot of stuff here in front of me. I heard Jackie talking about uh, 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 Harry, Harry Potter and stuff uh, over Harry there, po too. Unwritten. She was unwritten. explaining unwritten to me. Mike Carey's uh, series. It's ongoing. That sounds what? great. Now, what is this? Uh -huh. Do you, have you read that? No. The guy at the end? Who's Jeff. Jeff. Yes, I've, I've, <laughs> the guy at the end who's awesome at, at summation. He's, I was just saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yes, uh, I've read some of the issues, including the uh, opening storyline. The first trade? Yeah, which, yes, he, he's the kid's basically like Harry Potter, uh, mm -hmm. the, the person that Harry Potter was based on, and then finds that 
that things from the Harry Potter universe start creeping into his real life. It's essentially like uh, if J.K. Rowling had a kid named Harry Potter who grew up to be a slacker and mm-hmm. went to Comic-Con and just signed his name, <laughs> and that was his job, and he tried to write things, but he sucked at it, and he was a drunkard and, a, and an idiot, and then all of a sudden Voldemort showed up, and he was like, fuck, it's real. And, uh, don't say I, his I, name. I, I don't have any... <laughs> don't say his name. I don't have that kind of power. Jinx, they're here. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, <laughs> For me, it's Palin. You say Palin uh, instead of Voldemort. Either. Well, yeah, because she'll do the same thing and yeah. actually tie it, so by saying her name, she knows where you're at. <laughs> I think she'd make an excellent president if we lived in the Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> anyway. Um, d- what a good when, idea. When she becomes uh, president, it'll be nice to have a dollar bill with her on it, and I can jerk off to it. Yes. The nicest Whoa. thing I can say about about her is that she is not helping. She's yeah. not part of the solution. Oh, she's a freaking. She's, she's really a cunt. A, she's an antichrist, <laughs> and she's a fuck chop. And if I could knife her Agreed. in the eyeball, what, is a fuck I might, chop? Yes, that's it's a like good a word. Fuck job, but she's a I like. Fuck you mind if I borrow yeah. that? Yeah. Please, fuck chop. Uh, please hey, you credit fuck Jimmy chop. Pardo. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so it was, it was unwritten, I think we were talking yes, about, Yes, right? unwritten. And all, <laughs> yeah. all things Mike Carey are fantastic, it. of course. I, like, I love Lucifer. but, um, but I love Lucifer. Do you love Lucifer? Oh, it's a, it's it's like his name would be the 50s. Perry Hodder, I think is his name. Perry Hodder? Perry Hodder. No, that's the gay No, no, porn, it's Tom, right? uh, Tom uh, Riddle. No, what the hell's his name? His name is Tom... Uh, <laughs> I'm lost. What the, the <laughs> character in, in, in Unwritten's name is uh, Tommy... It's yeah, Tommy something. Two-tone. Tommy 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 <laughs> Fix it in post, people. Um, but go by on Rick. I know he, 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 sa- he sounded. Wasn't it a double T name? Yeah, it was like Tommy it, Taylor. That's it. Tommy yes. Taylor. Yeah. Tommy Taylor, take it. Good team. Good job, team. Good job. So it's like a <laughs> slacker Harry Potter. Then I could. It sounds like something oh, I could it's enjoy. It's pretty awesome, and and it's and it's ongoing, and it's really well written. It's it's like, but I, I I like I like Brubaker, and I like Mike Carey, and I like Brian K. Vaughan, and I, you know. Those those guys are who writes Chew. John Layman is his name. John Layman, that's right. And you guys got to meet him, right? Mm-hmm. That's Chew is uh, a nice guy. Chew is an interesting. Uh, is now they were talking about making that into a cable series. I haven't heard anything about. <laughs> yes, that. they're they're trying to option it, but John Layman makes it sound like it's off the board again because they don't want to give him any control on it. And basically, the idea in Chew is that. A big chicken plague came along, and there's now Bird no flu. the avian yeah. flu. Yeah, uh, nobody can eat chickens anymore, and the FDA is cracking down on places that try and offer chickens. And one of the people who works for the FDA is a guy who can tell you things about a crime by eating something that was at the crime scene. The whole the whole world <laughs> has like these weird superpowers like yeah. people have different food related superpowers like one woman writes a, oh, so he's a not food the only column one that can do weird stuff like that. No, no no some no, woman no, writes no. a food column uh. who uh she writes so well that you taste the food when you're reading it and wow. so uh mm-hmm. she went and had the worst meal of her life or just wrote up the worst meal of her life and got fired yes and because uh, it made so many people sick ill everybody read it in qi but, yeah. but, uh, up. but our main character tony chu um C-H-I-U. Anyway, but it is spelled C-H-E-W is the name of the series. And uh, But Tony Chu can bite into an apple and tell you the pesticides used and where it was raised, like the sunny side of the... It's like those guys who smoke pot and go, man, Guatemalan, it's awesome, or whatever. But, I mean, but even more than that, you know, you can talk about... So, and then at some point, of course, he's got to eat People. A, a finger. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's got to chew on some sort of... And he's like, what? Gross. Yes. And, and, and at one point, they tried to get him to eat shit. Yes. Wow. 
<laughs> just do it. Do yeah. it. Just do it. Just do like it. this is from the this is from the the, the dead case files. They they give him like a finger from like seven years earlier, and he's like, "What?" And they're like, "This is what you got to do. You got to eat this finger." I'm telling you, you get that uh, Sulu from the new Star Trek. What's his name? Um, John Cho. Uh, yeah, get John, John Cho as yeah. as Tony Chu. He'd be perfect. He would be. There are other Asians. But yeah. you, could get him. you got some star power nope. there, you know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Only two. And, and, and the big fat bearded partner he starts with would be perfect for John Goodman. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just saying. By We're the way, casting speak, it here. Let's yeah. work him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of one of our favorite comic creators, unfortunately, I'm socially networking on my phone. But Ed Brubaker wrote this on his Facebook page. Maybe we should have made a show about a zombie or a sexy vampire trying to regain the heavyweight title. This is my next TV pitch. <laughs> <laughs> really? Kudos, Ed. I Poor like it. bastard. I like I'd it. I watch it. All right. Uh, let's see. I got. Uh, God, I got a bunch of stuff here. Oh, uh, the Saw 3D TV commercial yes. is upsetting the British. Which Which one? Is uh, it the one where the giant hand reaches out and grabs the yep. asshole with the text? The, with one the that, cell phone. The one that you like. Oh, that was the best <laughs> commercial ever. It's uh, it's upsetting. Uh, well, specifically, one British child. Oh, for God's sake! Well, then let's end it. If well, a kill chi- the kid. If yeah. One child is hurt. That's what happened. <laughs> what? Uh, one one of the princes what, was it? Saw 3D. What happened? Uh, Saw 3D uh, As an was ad. being advertised on uh, uh, UK TV. Ten-year-old British kid was watching a show called The Gadget Show. Little kid show. Of course he was. Um, and the ad came on. Ugh. During a little kid show? It I don't know if it's... It, it, was, uh, it says uh, 8.30 p.m., so it's not really a little uh, kid show, prime I guess. Timey, good, yeah. good, good job, BBC4. He should have been, <laughs> been in bed anyway. Uh, following the complaint, the Advertising Standards Authority ruled that the preview featuring the... Yeah, that's the one you're talking about. Could not be broadcast until after 9 p.m. Listen... In 1977, a movie called Audrey Rose came out. Yeah. And the advertising campaign had this really, really frightening poster of this girl in front of a bunch of flames, and her eyes were solid white. And I shrieked bloody hell until the landlady called the police to see if I was being murdered. (laughs) They didn't pull the fucking ad campaign. The newspaper didn't come to your house? No, they didn't come. This this is the price we're paying for the information age, where, you know, a kid shits himself because of a scary ad, and all of a sudden it turns into international news. That's... It's it, it's funny. The reason they did it was because uh, they want to avoid further distressing children who might not make a clear distinction between the scenes from the film and the scenes in the cinema. Yeah. I I hope the kid gets bullied now at school. Yeah, me too. It's your fault. I can't see that commercial I'm all, anymore. Like I'm all for kid. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's going to be on that reality kid, show, with Star douche. Wars kid, in yeah. ten years. Mm. Well, I mean, there was but there was stuff. Like, I was freaked out by "Don't Go in the Basement," the ad campaign for that TV show, "Don't Go in the Basement," because it was my job to clean the basement. And, uh, <laughs> but my parents were like. Uh, walk it off. Uh, yeah. Get over it. Stop being a When I was seven, the commercials for Roger Corman's It's Alive would come on where the little reptile hand would come out oh, of the bassinet. Yeah. And my little brother had a reptile hand and lived in a bassinet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you could see where it would... But, but, but that was the only thing. That was the only thing it showed was that in the picture of the, of the, the little bassinet yeah. with there. Yeah. And it said It's Alive. And it gave you nightmares. It was, was a fucking scary. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, shit your pants. Scary. No, I'm saying, and, and I'm saying it, it gave me and, nightmares. And, yeah. then, and then we saw the movie and went, eh, well, the commercial was scary. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw the, still to this day, that's, that's if I see r- that movie on, I won't watch it because hey, of that but, Hey, by the way, Lee, there's a sequel called Island of the Alive. I know. There's, that's a rite of passage to find the one thing that scares the shit out of you. And to have international newspapers go, oh, he was scared, take it off. Like, 
Fuck don't, that. Yeah, yeah, don't justify it. Now, why couldn't yeah. that kid yeah. have been afraid of Sarah Palin? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, I wonder why uh, British kids British. are such pussies. Yeah, British kids. Uh, let's see uh, <laughs> Big Bang. Thanks Probably a little... bunch of nine-year-olds that have seen that fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> Actually, it says, I don't know if this is true, but oh, it says... Oh, I have any scones after for many hours. <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but it says here that his name was Herbert Pocket. Oh, what, what a, a douche. <laughs> no, 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 no. I believe this Who kid is... Who names kid Herbert? Yes. Douchey parents. My father's name is Ponsby Pocket, and he said, the always oh, spitting image of his paw. <laughs> Keep bleeding, Herbert. They call me hot. <laughs> hot. Go pocket. Jesus. You're not feeling well. I understand. It's all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Big Bang Theory been renewed for three more years. Three, three, three years. Wow, that's a <laughs> Dang. Wow. I, I, I believe I just they're heard not Scott, taking Scott Pierce cheer from Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. I remain yeah. indifferent. That, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, it's the laugh track. I can't get past the laugh track. It's that, a line yeah, but that, uh, Have you ever watched it without the laugh track? Like you can go on YouTube and people is, have cut out the laugh oh, track. Really? Is it is it's, it not good? It's awkward. It's <laughs> They'll make a joke and it's just silent, and then the the people will stare at each other because you know they're waiting for the laughter to die down, but there's nothing there, and you're just like, uh. <laughs> oh, so the, so see, it's I would a different subs- show because yeah. they're. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't even think about oh, that. Oh yeah, they don't tape in front of a live audience. It doesn't bother me. I think it is in front of a live audience. It is, and and Tony, this gives me an idea that you and I should. Should find those and whisper in our own in between sounds. Yeah. Huh? Is it? So huh? I wonder huh? if watching that is kind of like that Garfield strip where the guy edits Garfield. Oh, I the, like that. Yeah. <laughs> they take, you read that at all? John no. is. It's, it's Garfield without. Is it without Garfield? He takes Garfield out. So anytime John walks in and he does something stupid and Garfield does his funny, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, he's taking all the Garfield out. So John just comes across as this insane douchebag. <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. Wow, look at my new flowered hat. <laughs> there's so much better than actual Garfield. Oh. You know, there's nothing oh. there. Oh, so now funny. I find myself looking at, I have, I don't read Garfield. I don't give a shit about right. Garfield. Yeah. I'm waiting for the episode, uh, the, for the strips where John's in with Garfield oh, so that I can go online and read that day's because... <laughs> They're, they're great. Yeah. Do you guys do much web comics? Do you guys read uh, web comics at all? Or? I have yeah. a subscription to uh, the Marvel uh, Unlimited, which oh, I okay. love. I, I wrote which some is web comic comics. Strips. Yeah. The, I mean, that's comic book comics, right? The oh, Marvel oh, ones oh, you are, mean yeah. comic yeah. strips? Yeah. But, but, yeah, but, yeah. Th- but things like PvP and, yeah. and and Derek Hunter was doing Pirate Club online as strips too. And Hark of Vagrant, have you ever seen that Canadian lady? No, <laughs> the, the best Canadian part about lady. web comics is that guys like me can actually have an audience. Yeah. I still I still have dial up, so each panel takes a long time to <laughs> download. <laughs> it's awful. He's <laughs> <laughs> old school. It's not worth it. You that's 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 why he hasn't played uh, DC Universe Online in two years. He's still waiting to log in. <laughs> Just what's the your, what's your webcomic? <laughs> it it's, hasn't been for a long time. But could people go and look at the archive? Yeah, the Flaming Toe. It's, Flaming Toe. It's it's about some orcs who uh, don't realize that they're extras in Return in Return of the Jedi. There's a porny uh, comic strip, uh, Ogloff. Have you ever seen that? O G L A F. I was told that it was porn, but it's just it's essentially. And it's it's occasionally dirty, but it's mostly just orcs and elves, and a, it's mostly about a sorcerer's apprentice who is constantly being made to give fellatio to everybody. Nice. And it's hilarious, but it isn't as dirty as it as it wants. To, like it, I think it like wanted it to be, be porn, but it ended up. I don't think he can sustain it, so ended it's more just like fantasy funny. I'm sorry. I just flashed to Carrie's basement. A little black dog just ran up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ripley found us. Oh no. Super cute. Uh, let's no. see. Uh, now, this is a, speaking of the British, a uh, BBC detective show from the 70s. Yes. Called Randall and Hopkirk Deceased. Hmm. 
Deceased is in parentheses. Is it like uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern? I don't know, but uh, Hmm. it's coming to America. It's coming to America. It's, uh, it's being remade by Sci-Fi, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna do What's it. What's the premise? Yeah. The premise is a murdered cop teams up with his former partner <laughs> to solve crimes from beyond the grave. Beyond. beyond. So yeah, that's your Randall and Hopkirk deceased. I would have gotten away with it. Wasn't for you, hmm. pesky ghost. That have you guys seen the uh, the BBC um, Sher- the new Sherlock by the Doctor Who guy? The new Sherlock and the new Jekyll. I've been hearing good things. Scott Pierce mm-hmm. loves it. I saw Jekyll. Oh, it was pretty it cool. S- Scott Pierce likes yeah. it. Jekyll was kind of. Freaky, scary. <laughs> I don't know if I can. Uh, let's see. Scary. We got. To, oh yeah, we were we were going to talk about this Death Note movie. Now you, you know the anime. <laughs> I know the anime. This will make you very happy. Yes, makes me very happy. Uh, the anime Brothers. is very good, and and they've made live action movies in in, in Asia already mm-hmm. uh, based off of this, which well, are creepier than shit. The first <laughs> the, they usually are. The first thing you got to do if you're if you're making a live action something based on anime is good director, right? Yeah. Yep. How about Shane Black? Yes, please. Uh, the best. Uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. The the other best. Yes, <laughs> he uh, he he also wrote the original Lethal Weapon. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Before yeah. Jet Li came into it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Okay. Know. Yes. And what else has Shane Black written? Uh, I uh, don't. The Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I like that. I, one. I, wow. I, I unfortunately I mess him up with the with with another director, the guy that did the Last Boy Scout. But yeah. um, <laughs> I, I screw the two up because I love those movies so much. You do. <laughs> the Last Boy Scout. The Last Boy Scout and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I could put those in constant rotation and never leave my house. The Last Boy Scout has really? the best one-liners of any film I've and ever seen in my entire life. Really? And then so, yeah. Oh yeah. He, and then some. Bruce Willis and uh, with Damon Wayans. Damon yes. Wayans. Yep. <laughs> so good. I guess I'll have to go back and see it. I it's it's one of those movies where you really want to hate it because the pedigree did, well, of it yeah. you just want yeah. to fucking hate this movie it, and then you watch it and you realize that it's it's made of gold it yeah. got such horrible reviews i didn't go it's because those at that time movie critics were not awesome it was vice <laughs> wasn't me did you kill it, it? <laughs> uh here's uh, and the other thing you want is not only a good director you want someone who is a fan of the material right uh he says he quotes it's my favorite manga I was just struck by its unique and brilliant sensibility. We want to take it back to that manga, make it closer to what is so complex and truthful about the spirituality of the story versus the concept of trying to make it an American thriller. Yeah. Uh, lead, 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 means lead to ex- it will fail. Lead to explain uh, the premise. <laughs> right. The yeah, well, premise is kind of, I mean, from what I've seen, I haven't watched a lot of it, but it's, it's about this kid who realizes he has the ability to um, write literally death notes and he's got this creepy looking ghost that follows oh, him around everywhere okay I've and whatever this. he writes down on the paper happens it, it'll happen within a certain number of hours and uh there's there's other people who can write death notes too and they're kind of sparring and at war with each other but there's a lot of political intrigue going on because and it, just like any other it seems like almost all anime is either set in space or at a university and so he's got a lot of <laughs> uh, a he's, he's got a lot of uh, a lot of rivalry going on where he's basically killing anybody that's a rival of his in the student government and then you've got the police that are trying to figure out what's going on because people don't just die well, they die I'm, either horrifically or I, I this is a bad idea sounds like you've got another Columbine there yeah dear Dick mm. well yeah because you know what somebody's yeah. going to start writing death notes and using these these revenants to go that's and kill right. their rivals I'm telling you it's going to influence I would be like painting a target on someone's face and telling people to go gunning for their districts. What? <laughs> you better watch No one it. would ever do, do that. that. No nothing. one would ever do nope. that. Did someone Why? do that? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Google, I don't know what you're talking about. Huh? All right. uh, let's see. Uh, I still want to see, you know, if they're going to be doing anime, they really need to, to get the Cowboy Bebop movie made before... That is a good uh, anime. It's it's great, and uh, Keanu Reeves could play the best Spike Spiegel in the world. Yeah, he really could. I could see it. It needs to happen before he gets too old. Shannon, after the anime convention, has become a fan. Of, of, of what? 
of oh people who go to anime conventions. Yeah, I like <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, kitty cats. He, he likes the fucking people, weirdos. People who dress as kitty cats. Yeah. Uh, and for Shannon, the <laughs> I always <laughs> anytime you say that, I look for the word Superman on. You your see prep. the word Superman <laughs> on the prep here, and it's more heartbreaking news for Shannon. Yeah, I bet it's not. Really? Yeah. Okay, because you know how they're doing the uh, the Avengers movie yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, Warner pretty much is saying they're not going to do a Superman Batman movie crossover. Uh, they, will. they will if they know it's good for them. That's what I was thinking. I hate them. I think that once they see that the Avengers makes money, they'll change their mind. Oh God! Because right now Someone he says fired. he says. I, he says that may be in someone's mind right now, but uh, Batman lives in his world. Superman lives in his world. Not true. Not, gonna, not, not true. Bullshit. Batman lives Stupid. in his city. Superman yeah. lives in his city. And they're like and they, 40 miles apart. I mean, they can see yeah. each other. They would, make, they would make money. People want to like see Minneapolis. it. It's like Minneapolis, St. Paul. Shit. There's just a bridge across. <laughs> and they're like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I always wonder why Daredevil ne- never helped out further than Hell's Kitchen. He does. Like, he's go like another 10 blocks. He does. Every once in a while they get together. He's blind. Yeah, he's blind. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he needs the other superheroes to help him find <laughs> his he, he, he thinks he's in Manhattan. He's actually in, New Jersey. Uh, in Toms Ferry, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and there's no crime there. He took there. the path. He yeah. didn't realize. Here, here's the thing about Daredevil that I'm surprised never happened. Was okay. it, during the time when uh, you know Superman got a dog why didn't Daredevil get a blind? Oh, he really should have. Uh, he did. He, he, he did. Did he get a seeing eye dog? D- d- during the Vietnam period, yes, he did. Yeah. And was he like a, a superhero dog, or was he no, just a seeing eye dog? No, he was just a dog. See, and that's K- what I wanted, K- was a superhero K- dog. He was actually, uh, Foggy Nelson was originally the dog. <laughs> he was a, a K- blind K- lawyer K- dog. K- Karen Page fan. And by the way, thank Is you his for... his name Radar? Yeah, I, that's what I wanted. I wanted him to be like a superhero, wacky, you know, Gleek the Monkey kind of dog. By the way, thanks for bringing up Daredevil, because... The first issue of that Daredevil Reborn storyline just came out. Yeah. How was it? The, the miniseries. I liked it better when it was called Walking Tall. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it a lot better. Is it the Black Panther one or is it... Um, no, 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 no. No, it's actually Daredevil? Yes, it's... Yes. Yeah. Trying to figure his... Because yeah. Black Panther's taken over for Daredevil right. in Hell's Kitchen, right? Which makes sense. Because Danny Rand wasn't available. Iron I just, Fist was busy doing his own show. Oh, man, shows. I love the Iron Fist. Are you guys reading Nova? Yeah, yeah, I got canceled, God damn Did it. it? Yep. Yeah, he's dead now. Oh, good <laughs> lord. <laughs> no, no, Robbie Ryder, that's right, in the Thanos, Thanos he, imperative he, he, he or whatever. He did get a dog. I just, I can't think why DC would think that's a bad idea. I mean, every other thing. No, 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 not DC, it's no, no, Warner Brothers. I think it's I'm Pride. Saying, I seriously sit around every once in a while and think of uh, a scene in a movie that has Iron Man beating the shit out of somebody. Mm-hmm. Thor jumping over him and smashing a fucking asshole with his hammer. Yeah, and then Captain America swinging by. Just the oh my god! Him. Yeah, and then so when they, and they, when they finally get their asses handed I'm to excited. him, Bolt comes walking up and. I can't Sorry, imagine. Why could you not think that Superman and Batman beat the shit out of people in the well, same scene? Take a look at the history of DC and how they've had to catch up. Well, they catch up because they I know. to well, Marvel all the time, and, and they're doing it again. And they and because they're owned by Time Warner and AOL, they fucking micromanage everything to yeah. death. It's focus groups and it's consultants yes. and it's uh, well, it's, it's guys, all guys in suits. It's all guys. It's, it's all no guys in suits. Movie. That, exactly. I know that Vice and I are film exactly. critics, but. I, I guarantee when we walk into the screening for the Avengers, we will say, I don't give a fuck about a plot. Yep. <laughs> if I see one shot with all three of those assholes beating, out, beating the shit out of the same person. Or one shot, one shot, one shot where Hulk actually grabs Thor by the hammer and knocks the shit out. Yes, of him. And oh. yes, yes. And then the, the person who saves him is Iron Man and fucking Hulkbuster. Uh, yep. Armor. Oh, yeah. My head gonna is going to explode. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, there's, there's, there's uh, the, the comic series Hush that some people hate, some people love, but there is one scene in Hush where, uh, where Batman gets 
the shit beat out of him for quite some time. Ends <laughs> up in the sewers under Gotham, and he's being, he's being beat up by uh, Superman, who's controlled by yep. Poison Ivy. Okay, and he oh, reaches yeah. into his utility belt and says, "Clark told or uh, Clark told me to only use this for an emergency, and it's just this little sliver of kryptonite." Oh, and he just. Keeps it in his fist yeah. and beats the shit out of Superman. Nice. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's what needs to be in a movie yeah. because that's that, it's happened before. There's been quite a few times that Batman's knocked the shit out of Superman yeah. with, with kryptonite that he managed right. to get a hold of. But that that reason right there needs to be there. So, the, Well, this comes directly from Charles Roven, who is the producer of Dark Knight Rises and Zack Snyder's Superman. Okay. Same okay. producer? Yeah. He's the same <laughs> producer. He says that their separate story is not going to happen, but I think we all agree. We're calling bullshit on him. Yes. Well, I don't know. I, I bet it won't happen. And well, really? They've got their heads so far up their ass. But, but, but sure. Brian said this correctly uh, when we did our Big Movie Mouth Off podcast. Um, Chris Nolan's involvement with Batman runs out after the third Batman movie, and then yes. his involvement basically has to do with the Superman reboot where he's producing he does not have nearly as much say with the characters, and DC is more free to be able to do something if they pull their fucking heads out. Exactly. I, so, I, I so see as, it happening. So as much as people like Chris Nolan and love his Batman movies, he's also partly to blame, because he doesn't want to see this happen either. Well, he's, yeah. he's also, Batman's he's also his, thrown his bread and butter right there. But he's also thrown more red herrings out there when it comes to story plot and anything else. I wouldn't believe anything any of these I guys still think say. the Riddler's going to be in the third one. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I really think, think the Riddler's going to be I think actually one. Heath Ledger didn't die. They faked his death. <laughs> he's li- he's oh. living with Tupac and Biggie down in Mexico. I know this. <laughs> yep. Damn right. And Bruce Lee. <laughs> and Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Yeah. And Hitler. <laughs> what a party. Shit, I didn't even go to this. <laughs> Stalin's probably there. What is with DC, though? All their bad guys are insane. I want to love like, the Jews. They always, they always go to the crazy. You know, like in Marvel, people okay. are... They're a little whiny. The bad guys are. There's always some sort of sad sack reason why they're bad. Doctor Doom, I got a scratch on my face. I'm gonna wear some armor. <laughs> wah, wah. That's so great, though. I'm gonna go mad. But he doesn't ever really go mad. I mean, Doctor Doom. It's not like, like the Joker is genuinely, he's actually insane. Yeah. yeah, right. But who else is really insane in the DC villain? Is it the Riddler? No. No. He's not really. He's what about what about the the, the calculator or the, the mathematician Mr. or whatever? Zan. The calculator. <laughs> that sounds like the worst villain. And, and ever. It's, it's probably what about it's, Calendar it's, Man. It's even mostly Batman it's, villains. Don't push my of, buttons. It's like, time for me to subtract you, Green Lantern. I will spell hell on this calculator. I think there is actually a calculator. Yeah, there is a calculator. Yeah, there I think is. They there just, is. They're just fu- they were there just is. fighting the birds of prey. It's April fifteenth. I gotta blow up the IRS. <laughs> Look, I stood on my head, and it says boobies. <laughs> Hello, Batman. Uh, and next, next he's next he's was was Dial H, Dial H for Hero was Marvel. So never mind, my joke doesn't work. No, okay. was DC. I that was, was it DC? Okay, oh, now he's going to say there can't be a crossover between Batman, Superman, and Dial H for Hero. Yeah, he's. Oh, Blueberry. did you read that Dial H for Hero? When I was Seriously, a kid. Like five yes, or six it was years fucking no, I read it, I read the original thirty years ago. Yeah. Okay, where you yeah. could write in your character that you made up. No, it would, yeah, it would put your name down there. It'd say, you know, unicorn pants created by Lee Cade, and I'd be, ah. oh, that's awesome. He's <laughs> oh, got wow. pants made out of unicorn. The, the 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 one from six years ago, Dial H for Hero, was uh, uh, the the dialing thing falls into the hands of like. Just regular folk, as you know, yeah. I, including an I asshole always, who doesn't want it. Right, and remember the guy who turns into a woman at one point, and he's like, yeah. and then he just at the end of it ends up being a stripper, and he's like, quit looking at my boobs. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know why that book was canceled? Because it was good. Because it, it was good. so great. Yeah. 
I uh, was only about eight episodes, right? I think I think the original Dial H for Hero just wouldn't work right now because we're all so jaded. But in the early '80s, it was one of those comics that you know teenagers. I can see that in the '80s because then you'd have different guest guy, stars being the hero every week. You know, you, yeah. Charles mm-hmm. one week and you know, <laughs> Paul Lynch. the love American Paul Lynn, style you know? of yeah, the, you know, the love boat not. of Fred, Fred Grandy, like the love boat. You know, <laughs> they're gonna be great. Charles would be the guy who was the you know a, a guy, but now a girl. Don't look at my boobs. <laughs> I think she's in Vegas offering BJ's for five bucks a pop. Hey, Charles? Hey, no, she's got her own theater in Branson. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> she's working. Right across the street from Rip Taylor's House of Glitter. <laughs> coochie, coochie. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Thank you, Jackie, for Thank joining you. Us. Thank you so much. You said this is going to air on the 24th of uh, this January? Will, this will air on the 24th. Where will you be? I will be um, that following week. I'm in Minneapolis. Uh, doing Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. Careful of the Ambles. Minnesota. The which one? The Ambles, the yeah. Acme Company. Oh, the Acme Comedy. Here. Yeah, people Ambles. shouldn't be allowed to name their own comedy company. I'm at Wise Guys right now. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, there's a, the Comedy Castle. Sir laughs a lot. <laughs> it makes you want to yeah. cut yourself. I'm Yuck, yucks. Do they have a moat, at least? <laughs> or at least a turret. Yeah. I want Something. a turret. For Raise real. the portcullis of laughter. <laughs> yes. Wonder invasion from gloominess. Where's, where's a comic and poor hot lead on the hecklers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can hear Jackie's podcast at dorkforest.com. And uh, where, where can we check your uh, schedule and everything? JackieCation.com, which is linkable off of dorkforest.com. Cool. It's Cation with a K. All right. And uh, anything else before we go? We got guys? A, a few DVDs and Blu-rays. Uh, okay. Oh, cool. Broadcast News is getting a, getting a Criterion edition. And, oh. And, yeah. and, and did Jimmy want me to do my Albert Brooks impression? Of course. Ooh, that's a lot of alliteration for anxious anchors placed in powerful posts. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Minds getting a Blu-ray treatment. <gasps> that's oh, I love <gasps> that movie. But Michelle Gondry, Green Hornet. <gasps> Uh, Nowhere Boy, which is has the uh, starring the guy Aaron Kickass. What's Aaron yeah, Johnson. Aaron Johnson Kickass. Yeah, and then he's uh, married to the director. Married now? I was gonna say they, just have, they have a baby. I know. Yeah, yeah. She's much this older. Is the story of John Lennon. Cougars yeah. love him. Story of John Lennon, really good. Red, uh, Bruce Willis. Oh yeah. Uh, Helen Mirren with, with a machine gun. gun. Still gives me a boner. <laughs> Glee season two volume one. I know no, Shannon no, wants that no, one. No, no, is no. there an option to watch it without the singing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you just fast? Forward? Why would you watch it without the singing? Why would you? I mean, I don't watch wanna... it at all. I think it's a piece of and, shit. And and <laughs> Webster season one. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> How about the Expendables? Uh, it's probably out. Probably out. Webster. Oh, Expendables, yeah, Webster. Webster? We're, Webster. Not, we're not talking the. Not uh, Gary Coleman. He's dead. Well, no, no, no. You're not. Well, you're not, a one. You're not talking the, the blue master of silken surprises from He-Man, right? Hell no. Webster. Talking about no. Webster, what? man. Webster. Fucking Webster. Inhuman master of stent- stinkor. George Papadopoulos is who I'm talking yeah. about. George Papadopoulos. <laughs> the little tiny. And nobody found that show creepy. It's a little creepy. This middle-aged man and this horse-faced woman adopted this little <laughs> little midget child. It was just a horse. Yeah, ma'am. <laughs> I would never even had a name. He just called her ma'am. Ma'ams. <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> All right, I'll go out and get Can Webster season one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll rush out and get it. I need a palate cleanser. I, Somebody I, fix we, that. Yes, we all do. Uh, okay, palate cleanser. Uh, I don't. I'm sorry, I can't help. Victor you. Victoria. Victor go Victoria. That. That's Good. classic. Blake Edwards died. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Aww. Yeah. I know. And on that, no. direct, director of one of my favorite comedies of all time, A Shot in the Dark. Oh, that is a great one. Shot in the Dark. Shot in the Dark for the the classic uh, parallel bar scene where he dismounts into the stairwell. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And let's not forget his movie about Hollywood called uh, BS, where we got to see Julie Andrews topless. Yeah. Uh, What? 
Yes, you didn't know? So <laughs> and, and, You're and just Tony, a kid, I'm sorry. Tony, they're real and they're spectacular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're right. fine, though. I'll show you what <laughs> yes. <laughs> And on that note, uh, we good? We good? Uh, yeah, at, uh, Fade More Ham. All right.